0: Regular Rick Rubin or Zelda Rubenstein. Who knows? Um yeah, wouldn't it be fun if Zelda Rubenstein produced the Beastie Boys?
1: <laughs> Go into the light, Beastie Boys! Just <laughs> <laughs> your safety in the light.
0: Intergalactic, planetary,
2: planetary, intergalactic. <laughs> you have to fight for your right to be clear. <laughs>
0: there we go okay now we got bits going i like it uh, uh i had to tell my story at work this week about our uh, our Cuddy sister well let's just kick it off welcome to quality time my name is eric woodworth uh i'm also joined by my blood my brother jeremy p jeremy what do you got here oh no you're talking about oh my god who's joining us on the program i'm second ashley oh my gosh second ashley oh yeah oh my goodness (laughs) does that mean you only count in seconds I take my mask off so I look more masculine now (laughs) okay (laughs) okay Uh, and we're also joined by the very lovely very talented First Ashley hello First Ashley
2: um I just want to point out that I don't appreciate that second Ashley is married and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz apparently second Ashley's doing much better and you're employed. Second Ashley is making me look bad.
0: Gosh. Second, uh, second no. Ashley's feeling a lot like uh never Ashley. Uh, this is it's <laughs> me and first Ashley is I poop every other minute. <laughs> Okay. That's the only other that's the only other Damn. one.
2: <laughs> all right. Is the other one gonna be today?
0: Now
1: Ashley is free to make as many psoriasis jokes as possible.
2: <laughs> now I'll let Eric do that. Say no
0: more. So Jeremy, you said you had a little work story. I'm sorry, you were you were starting off here and I wanted to kick us into high gear. Go ahead. It's
1: all right. I um I, I told a story at work about our, our crazy sister who had the intervention years ago and how, uh, when the, the round table finally got to me, uh, I said, Hey, come on, Amy. I mean, I'm crazy too, but I only do it like every 10 years. And I looked at my wife and said, Oh shoot. It's 10 years.
0: That, that's not what you said. I, I remember this cause I've told this story at least 15 times. This is an intervention for our sister Amelia's life. Because she is getting into the cutting phases, listening to a little bit too much of the old My Chemical Romance, if you know what I mean. Anyway, we're there, and there's all heartfelt things, and then it finally gets to Jeremy, the last one. And he goes, Amy, I don't know what the big deal is. He was just like, all you have to do is, she was like, we all go crazy sometimes. Just do like I do. You ball up all your emotions into your insides and then every 10 years you go completely insane. And then Jeremy looked at a watch that wasn't on his arm. He just looked as if there was as if a watch existed on his arm. It just went, oop, 10 years is up! It just started going insane. And it was of all the things you've ever done, Jeremy, of distasteful jokes, it broke the tension like no other in the wood worth uh intervention that day
1: it did with you whereas the rest of them just gave me dirty looks like this is serious no
0: dad loved it mom eh, not so much amy definitely laughed hard at it though she <laughs> there was like this thing that washed over amy that just went you know i am only second craziest um <laughs> right moving on my fucking territory <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy part of the intervention wasn't like Amy we're worried about you like bitch this is my Territory who the fuck do you think you are (laughs) Who gave you a right To wander around in crazy town
1: (laughs) You gotta Pay a fine (laughs) Jeremy blaster runs crazy town (laughs) This this depression ain't
2: Big enough for the two of us (laughs) Uh, I wear
1: the samurai
0: helmet And this is my retard I ride on (laughs) oh fuck yeah dude um so this is uh this is fun we have a we have a fun day planned out for us uh weekend ashley you had um just a couple of quick things that that went on recently with you you uh you got to see the uh the new halloween movie would you like to give a brief review of the newest halloween film for our listeners spoiler free of course
2: yeah I was gonna say it's gonna be super brief because it's it's opening weekend people deserve to have lots of time to to watch it um i will say truly baffling and confusing i am conflicted about my emotions about this film i'm probably gonna re-watch it again this week um because i just i do not know how to piece it together i did have fun um I think there's too many people working on this script. That's also just my opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's currently streaming on Peacock. So if you have Peacock,
1: I have a know. question: Is yeah. does Jamie Lee Curtis finally reveal her penis in this movie?
2: <laughs> I w- you know what. I won't say like I won't give anything away, but I will just say there is a moment of sexual tension with Jamie Lee Curtis and another character, and I have never laughed harder. In my life at James Caritas <laughs> It is one okay. of the most uncomfortable, wild moments. I I got to be honest, I was not turned on, but good for her.
0: Okay. Really? Um, let's just say hashtag Activia bust. Um, so, <laughs> so overall, <laughs> you, you would say it's worth the watch or is it stay at I home? Feel
2: like, well, you can see it at home is kind of that's my middle ground see it at home i wouldn't pay extra to go to the theater and watch it Mm, um okay but i think it's worth watching because i think people do need to be talking about this if you're a horror film you have to like it's i think we're looking at an end of an era maybe a rebirth and i think it's worth talking about
0: okay very exciting um i you know i've been consuming a bunch of horror because tis the season um, today's movie that we're gonna go over was uh is is a new boy that I'm really excited about. We're entering new ground uh but the uh if I could just make a brief commentary about the show the She Hulk, okay and mm-hmm. I had two things that I finished this week. One was the She Hulk. um I liked it. Mm-hmm. the last episode though. If you haven't watched, I'll try to keep it as brief. They, so in Marvel, you've seen the Deadpool movies and his ability to break the fourth wall. Um, This bitch, they give her the ability to break the sixth wall. Um, It is the most ridiculous finale I've ever seen. And while I enjoyed it, I was just like, well, these motherfuckers better allow Deadpool to do this times 10. If they're letting the She-Hulk do this, um, we have to be able to see the ultimate break multiverse fucking bullshit I've ever seen um, in the next Deadpool movie. So uh, it's very bizarre. I'm telling you, you're as you watch it, you're like, it's very creative. And I was like, okay, w- wait, what? what <laughs> and i did get some laughs but it's it's a wild ride um the other thing i wanted to point out uh i finally finished Dahmer, and uh mm. let me tell you i've never been more hard um what a what a ride this guy just um jeremy have you watched Dahmer yet on on the netflix
1: uh no probably won't i just don't care he's no gacy
0: Oh, hey, Jeremy, spoiler alert, Gacy shows up in the show too. They have- I watch it. Man. They have a whole, and I got to be honest with you. I did not like the casting of Gacy. I was just like, I we we know a perfectly good Gacy that could have done this. Um, but yeah, they during the Dahmer trial, Gacy gets executed, and they show uh, Gacy in prison. And he was like, everybody's always comparing me to this Jeffrey Dahmer guy, and I'm like, listen, I'm not guilty of anything. All I'm guilty of is having a mortuary underneath my house. I never killed any of these boys. Uh, <laughs> he, he's admitting everything um ed damer does a lot of the same thing but jeremy the part where i really i really felt um a a jeremy woodworth-esque moment was uh the last episode they take you all the way to uh the prison where jeffrey Dahmer gets beat to death and the guy who beats jeffrey Dahmer to death listen while he is a black man uh Really felt like it was a Jeremy Woodworth in prison there. Uh, I just felt... (laughs) <laughs> I, like, I really I really felt He had some Jeremy Woodworth Vibes Of just like He was like This man Dom Was talking about Killing and eating people And like just and like I, He's walking around And laughing at it <laughs> then, So uh, He just Yeah the, I love the crazy guy That beats Dahmer To death Because he was just like God told me That I'm his hand He basically does A full frailty On Dahmer, And they get to show His mental breakdown And it, it's great It's great and he's like, are you here to kill me? All right. I guess I deserve it because he's such a fucking wet blanket.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's
0: ironic that Dahmer got killed by somebody that was crazy. <laughs> so ironic, don't you think? <clears throat> also, shout out to uh, Shane Gillis, who will never hear this, but Shane Gillis had such a funny joke about Jeffrey Dahmer. He was, he was, Jeffrey Do- he was just like, Jeffrey Dahmer, he's out here killing all these gay black dudes <laughs> Who's this guy I think he is? AIDS? <laughs> Which, <laughs> God damn it. What am I? My joke of the week right there that I heard. Uh, too soon. Too soon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about this nine eleven. Uh <laughs> Oh,
2: damn it. <laughs> oh, man. So Did you know that killing minorities is 9 11 of the law? <laughs>
0: uh i do have uh I, I really don't have a whole lot to go over this was kind of my like my more chill week of everything um ashley i know you had shows anything interesting at your show front
2: um yeah i did a show at in ellicott city um friday night it was fine like the turnout was okay the the audience was kind of meh um but there was someone on the show that like kind of gives me the creeps and um i was trying to avoid them the whole night which was apparently impossible um and at one point i'm getting up (laughs) to go perform and they go and again i guess it's a compliment right like if it was maybe from someone else i might have been like this could be super insulting Mm. (laughs) this person goes um you look really nice in that dress you should buy it in five more colors and i'm assuming it was a genuine compliment even though i looked like a sack of garbage um but i panicked because i don't like this person so i smacked my gut and i just went (laughs) "Whoa!" (laughs) <laughs> just, I, just, I,
0: I like do. that your defense mechanism is a uh, quick Be Al Pacino uh,
2: <laughs> That's the most sexy thing I can think of Just of be like, cool. you don't want the scent of this woman, it's Bo. Al <laughs> <laughs> you know I just,
1: that turned him on even more
2: uh, but, but no, Jeremy that's so funny, like you say that because I've had these conversations with people where I have tried to even make myself more disgusting on purpose. So I will be left alone. And it is amazing when it doesn't work. And it's more disturbing, is I'm like, yeah. Oh, you know what I did too? I took off my high heels and I put on flip flops because they hurt. And then he was mm-hmm. still bothering me kind of. And I looked over and I go, see you looking at my see you looking at my feet. Do you notice I don't shave my big toe?" And he not want to go It's <laughs> like, God damn it! What do I have to do? And then when we went to go take photos, of course that person chose mm-hmm. to stand right behind me, and they're like, "Oh, like I'm sorry. I hope I'm not up on you too much." And I was like, "No, nah, it's fine. I don't feel nothing."
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I just, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm just surrounded by. I'm surrounded by creepy people, but someone I do like, friend of the show that I love to have a love hate relationship with because it drives him crazy. Chris Lawrence was there. What a sweetheart um, yeah, yeah, yeah I love this he was he was dressed in that big, stupid puffer vest that he loves so much, and I called him back to the Fuhrer.
0: oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs>
2: When she was like, why do you pick on me so much? And I'm like, you, just, you got this hateable face, you sweet, innocent, well-meaning man. God, I'd love to kick you in the ass. You're just so useless but kind. Um, so, no, it was it was fine. You know, just, I need a break, y'all. Uh, just
1: uh, I, I hate to say this, but whenever I'm talking to a girl at a bar, I just wish that she'd slap her gut.
2: Right? Like, yeah. I didn't know it was so desirable to be this out of shape and putrid in a personality sense, and mm-hmm. people just love. It. Uh,
0: no, a- Ashley, I'm sure you looked phenomenal. Okay, you were, you were, you were uh, like the lady in tonight's story who's just uh, attracting all the men.
1: Um Other than my wife, there's only two women in this world for me. One is Amy Schumer and the other is, um, you know, that, that, uh, Ally, Ally, Ally Sheedy. Uh, and who's the one that was the, the Star Trek, the, the, from Cheers, Ally.
0: Rhea, yeah,
1: Rhea Perlman. Yeah. Rhea Perlman. Okay. <laughs> I got you. She is. who? Yikes. Um, uh, no, the one, the, the one that was the, in the Cheers, the, the black haired one.
0: Kirsty Alley. Christy Alley. That's there you right. go. Yeah. I knew okay. it was Allie in there somewhere, but it was Kirsty last- Allie McBeal. I got gotcha. you. I see well, you where your name went, but not that skinny makes- Kirstie Allie. It's big Kirsty. You like
2: thick? That makes me two feel C's. better because okay. I'm built like her, and I also have a grating personality that rubs people the wrong way. Mm. So I'm very much identify <laughs> her as an actor.
0: Hey, can I tell you about how I fucked up this week? You guys will like this. Mm, um, okay. So, uh, my my sweet wife Erica Woodworth. Um, she, uh, that's not her name. She got her, (laughs) she got her hair did this week. Um, and I start the story by saying it looks phenomenal. It's great looking. Okay. Okay? (laughs) I, but women do this thing where they want you to notice that their hair was cut. They won't tell you, you have to, you have to notice it. So number one, I accomplished that goal. I noticed that her hair was different that it was clearly cut, and I was just like, huh, you got your hair cut. And then I gave, I I don't know how I fumbled. I literally, I've done the hardest part of the job right now, which is yes. just notice it without being told, okay? All yes. I have to do is just say uh, three words. Looks great. That's mm-hmm. all I had to say, okay? That's all I had to do. Yes, what I did though was say, I'm getting used to it uh, <laughs> and it was almost it's as if <laughs> it's, it's as if like as the words came out of my mouth, it's like brain was going, Hey, whoa, whoa, did you run that by the other parts of Brain real quick? <laughs> did you did you run that past Whoa 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 they're already out? They're already out. They're already out. God damn it, they're already out. Um I suggest something else you could have said. It doesn't look that shitty. Uh, it That's basically what I, it, it in her eyes, that's exactly what I said. Um, <laughs>
2: what we call in therapy, um, self-destructive tendencies.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I feel it. No, but the, hey, it looks really great. And I, for some reason, I just couldn't get it's the equivalent of like you have a touchdown and you celebrate the touchdown and you throw the ball down at the one yard line like without crossing the goal that's what I did I fucking totally fumbled and ruined it with no defense at all I had done all the work and then I I fucked it up
1: can I I take you into the archive and this was middle school in eighth grade my fucking girlfriend who did Most fucked up, fucked up girlfriend things I can ever fucking imagine. She comes into school one day, unbeknownst to me. And in my fucking first uh, period science class, she walks in. She had shaved half of her fucking head on her side of her head. And I remember looking at this and saying, get me out of here. Get me the fuck out i don't this is this is most one of the most embarrassing moments of my life like why the fuck did you do this this isn't fashionable this is fucked up weird and you're 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 fucking creeping me out but i had to play off as like no everything's fine it's like the inside i'm like freaking out like get me the fuck out of here oh man like why the fuck did you do this
2: why because nothing nothing feels better as a woman than knowing your looks are tied to how your man feels about
1: like what kind of fashion statement does this say that you're you're fucked in the head you're 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 really fucked in the head don't
2: don't you look at it though as like a couple's matching thing because you're like hey she's fucked in the head i'm fucked in the head we're like we're like a little cute matching salt and pepper shaker (laughs)
0: well jeremy you're you're we're talking about high school jeremy now so high school jeremy we're talking full 80s uh metallica style mullet that he's uh. rocking um i'll show i'll pull out some jeremy woodworth archive pics. there was a time where god blessed him with handsomeness and then madness took
2: it. over Um yeah. <laughs> no i've seen it yes yes very very adorable very cute woodworth children are adorable i've seen the pictures of both of you it's very sweet and and adorable um i was also a cute child uh but then i met men which is the basis of <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> now you're fucked in the head forever now yeah. my
2: life is ruined
0: <laughs> well that does bring us to, to tonight's tale of uh of woe hey, uh, hey, can, can i play the theme song for this movie yeah please please I will, what's the theme song to men jeremy as he cues up audio that'll be so loud it will deafen us Working. he's trying to- <laughs>
1: Alright,
2: that's the
0: movie, man. fuck yeah I-,
2: I honestly thought it was going to be something different jeremy i thought it was going to be your version of motley crew Men, men, men.
0: This was a, a little known fact. This movie just came out. If you haven't seen Men, uh, I think what we'll start out with is just a brief kind of overview of everything. We'll leave it spoiler free and then we'll go. We'll give you a clear stamp of spoilers as we go here, okay? So, clear stamp of spoilers. We're going to talk general first about Men, feelings, things like that, what we saw, and then second fucking half, we're going to give you a strong uh, a stamp of whole shit. Get ready because we- we're about to spoil the movie for you. You.
1: what are we supposed to do again
0: just don't give any spoilers until we get a little bit into it okay we'll do a hard everything we want to talk about after that does that make sense
1: no if you if you listen to this podcast you better have seen the fucking movie
0: i know we we're jeremy can you can you hold your can you hold yourself in just for a little bit i
2: don't First, like this i feel like i'm being i feel like all of the terminology you're using is so gross you're, you're Why, what's in,
1: putting unbearable rules on my mind okay so uh tell me not to pee in a in into a (laughs) a gallon
0: milk jug anymore (laughs) so uh i think this is just one little fact that i didn't know about this but this is actually uh the prequel to three men and a baby which i thought was an awkward it's actually it's part of the three men in a baby universe um, no uh men is uh is written and directed by Alex Garland now Alex Garland is pretty uh He's written some really good movies. He wrote uh, Ex Machina, uh, Annihilation, 28 Days Later. Uh, so g- he's got good horror writing chops. And if you had told me that a man wrote this, I wouldn't have believed you.
2: <laughs> um, Eric, could we also call this movie X-Men, but it's x
0: E-X, X-Menina.
1: <laughs> if, if you asked me who wrote this movie, I would have said uh, Sarah McLaughlin.
0: Ah, the McLaughlin group. Um, it also leads me to this question, Jeremy. Uh, since he did write Ex Machina, and feel free, Ashley, to join in on this conversation. Um, if you had a choice to either bang Natasha Henstridge from um, Species or the Ex Machina um, thing, what, what would be your choice? Species. Species? Okay. Jeremy?
1: Um... Who was who is the the lady fellow in um ex Machina again?
0: I don't know. She's just the sexy robot thing. I don't know.
1: Well, it. at least a robot that's legal, so
0: yeah. You do a robot.
1: Yeah.
0: Over, I mean you, your chances of living are probably stronger. Yeah.
1: Well really? uh, either way, you know.
0: Rip your cock off like it's a fucking uh, paper tiger, pal. Um, You know, Boston Robotics is soon to destroy the world
1: with robots. As soon as they start learning how to dance and become self-aware and uh, either that or, you know, they'll they'll make the real Terminators and then the real Terminators will turn on us while dancing, while killing us.
0: (laughs) That sounds oddly accurate. I hate okay, the fact that the Terminators dance now before they kill us. We're terminating the
1: Terminators. Um, did anybody did anybody see the the fat voice? What it's um, the Chemical Brothers um, robot video? Um, no,
0: I'm actually I, I have no idea what you're talking about right now.
1: It's called "Free Yourself," and they definitely look like Boston Robotics, except for the one that looks like Hillary mm. Clinton.
0: Interesting. That actually is Hillary Clinton, though
1: yeah but she's yeah but just just her robot face versus the rest of the body and of course they dance the whole the plant dances i
0: just want the robots to look more like the things that uh bill and ted built in bill and ted's bogus journey and i'm mad that we're not there yet
1: i, I just love the fact that they program her to make jokes like Haha, i will control you all soon <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> no turn it off turn, turn it off turn it now
0: i <laughs> funny and so uh uh if i could just say for anybody who hasn't seen this movie uh right from the get-go i would highly recommend you give it a watch if you're into a movie that's very surreal and you also this is not quite a spoiler but enjoy how a russian doll works then this might be your movie to watch. Uh, we'll get to that soon enough. Uh, but but Ashley, just your initial thoughts after seeing Ben. How did it feel? Would you recommend it to others?
2: So it's definitely, I would say, maybe like acquired taste as far as it's not going to be for everybody. Not everyone's going to love it. Um, it is definitely more of a think piece, art piece. Um, I told the boys that it kind of reminded me of the movie Mother, which I think was a Darren Aronofsky.
0: Yeah, one. Darren Aronofsky for sure. Yeah. yeah,
2: and and that's a really rough watch, and I think they're very similar. Um, I would say that I would I would say like the positives. I think it does paint a fair, accurate light um, of manipulative relationships. Though I will say some of what they they show could be true of either. Um, men or women, um, there were some things that, as someone who now knows she has borderline personality disorder, there are some things in there that I'm like, well, that's more than just just men. But yeah, there's a fair um, fair amount of men I personally known that have used some of the tactics we see in the film to get people to stay in relationships, and it's really dark.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I I do agree. This movie is very. <laughs> it does. I love the level of gaslighting that happens in this movie by other by the men they were like well this is just clearly a bird you silly beast <laughs> like, like uh, all of the uh, the whole movie is based around it's just like well she's just overreacting clearly because she's a woman <laughs>
2: eric did, did you love it because it gave you ideas <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: No. there's so many things like imagine you know how like in a ghost movie for instance it's like always like mm-hmm. come on you're there be, there's no such thing as goes in this one there's like there's no such thing as men being not right <laughs> that's, no, what the, that, that's the point that's a of fair, this movie
2: but, that's a, but that is a fair point to make that when you go back before people started doing films like this that kind of um tailor to like female like issues mm-hmm. we'll say that yeah like so many films like you even look back to like rosemary's baby for example right to where she's telling Mm -hmm. people um or exorcism movies even where a woman is telling a man whether she's the one who's protecting someone else or she's the one experiencing something that she's telling the men in her life like hey something's wrong i don't feel well something's happening in my house i'm being stalked whatever and people are like you're just crazy
0: yeah yes yes
2: it's the tale as old as time in horror it is the significant overwhelming themes of horror
0: um jeremy you're uh, now you this was your pick this week and as i was watching it sometimes when i watch a jeremy woodworth movie i hear what i like to call the jeremy woodworth cackle and that's where he goes like this (laughs) It's it's where you scream at a television um, because something is happening. And uh, in my internal Jeremy Woodworth counter, um, I probably heard that scream at least 15 times. Uh, (laughs) uh, Why why this movie, Jeremy? Uh, It it,
1: it does. It does try to throw you a curveball, even though, you know, it's coming like, oh, I'm just going to wander into a nice lonely tunnel and start doing some cool echo and singing and stuff like what could go wrong oh oh yeah that guy is going to start chasing me and making scary noises and shit yeah yeah,
0: yeah. um I I enjoyed it. Now, I I believe, I I would recommend anybody who wants to watch it. I rented it for like five bucks off YouTube. Very much worth it. But I'm sure we're going to get into spoiler territory real quick here. So if you want to listen to the rest of it, you made it halfway through, get fucked. And if you want to just get it spoiled and have a great time, stick around because shit's going to get real. So... Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You're about to get your milk spilled. Um, so uh, the movie starts off... Uh, <laughs> okay Okay. um the movie starts off uh where you immediately get to see who we'll soon find out is uh uh harper uh, our main heroine in the movie you get to see her husband die by falling off of a building um she has a bloody nose this gets uncovered throughout um and i like i'd like to just let you know what let's just talk about the arc of this husband wife story because God damn, what a wonderful way. Her husband basically just says uh, she wants a divorce. and He was like, well, if you do that, I'm going to fucking kill myself. I hope you're ready for that. <laughs> immediately, well, immediately have the, I'm going to fucking kill myself. So uh, she was like, yeah, but that'll be on you. She's like, nope, definitely be on you. Definitely be on you because I'm telling you I'm so, going to do it.
2: <laughs> so I won't lie. Some of my perspectives on this are, are just not going to be funny. I think the boys are going to have more of the funny dialogue on this. So... The reason that I think that is such a good um, thing to talk about in a film like this is someone very, very close to me uh, about 10 years ago was in a very serious relationship that ended up going very south. And at one point he beat this girl within an inch of her life. And she gets out of the relationship and he then starts having his mother call this girl to try to convince her to take back the Uh, boyfriend the boyfriend's mother starts calling and going if you don't get back with him i'm afraid he might kill himself
0: well then and you need therapy that. he doesn't need a girlfriend he needs but
2: therapy. but this is a True. real thing that that people do and i'll say both both groups men and women both do it but mm-hmm. that is such a real scary thing that happens to people when they try to leave a very unstable partner is that they will use like this is your fault and i want it to be on your hands if i do this
0: yeah um uh I, i'm gonna tell a real life story real quick as well uh Now, um, there was a gentleman that I used to play rugby with, uh, who, uh, (laughs) he had a domestic dispute with his girlfriend. Um, um, he ended up, uh, he ended up killing himself. Okay. And now, I will preface this by I didn't really like this person, so I find I'd say it very nonchalantly. He was kind of a cocksucker to me personally. So because I am petty, um, I don't feel bad for him. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it by saying that, right? Uh, but I, I did go to his funeral out of respect because um, my other friends were very good friends with him. So I'm like, okay, I'm here to support. He did call me fat ass my entire life. He never. <laughs> he never said anything that was kind to me and he made me rageful most of the time but also that rage was dedicated to being better at rugby so in that sense i did become a slightly more hateful person that made me better at a sport i really loved I'll give i him like that. the idea that he's
2: in hell listening to this podcast
0: yes yes you? yes so it was my own personal ocho cinco so here's how here's how this goes down i uh, i'm at the the wake okay I just went to the viewing and uh, I'm with a bunch of my other rugby friends. And these are people... The rugby folks, uh, other than Jeremy Woodworth, are probably my biggest inspiration for comedy because they're they are they're a fucked up bunch. Most people that play American rugby, they're generally outcasts of society. They shout, out, shout out Toad. Shout out Toad. They're, we're not a normal bunch. They're, we are people who played other sports and then have migrated to this. Nobody grows up playing rugby in America.
1: uh, By the way, Toad is not a normal human being. He is actually a gnome that became a rugby player.
0: Toad is one of the most kind and genuinely awesome people I've ever met in my life and I love him to death. And and has more hair than Robin Williams. He is fucking... He is a literal fucking badger of hair. Um,
1: If I was ever out in the wild that I could sleep with him and and he would keep me warm. He
0: makes... (laughs) He makes fucking Robin Williams look like powder. Um, so <laughs> the I'm at the wake, and uh, our captain, um, Adam, is talking about how the situation went down, okay? And he goes, yeah, he was at the bar, uh, and his girlfriend, who was also very crazy, was there, and they started having an argument, and she went, yeah, well, why don't you just fucking kill yourself? Why don't you just fucking... <laughs> Why don't you just fucking kill yourself? And he goes, you know what? Maybe I will. He's like, nuh-uh, because you're too much of a pussy anyway. And when she got home, he had hung himself in the garage. And this is the story that's laid out for us. And then there's like, man, that's real fucked up. And then Adam goes, he goes, pfft. Guess he showed that bitch, <laughs> and we all started laughing. And so we're in the middle of a wake. We immediately out uproariously laughter, like four or five of us, and, and then everybody looks like, "What the fuck is wrong with that <laughs> And and uh, anyway, R.I.P. Brian Johnson. Very. Uh, can, I, can I ask? Can I ask Ashley a, a, a pertinent question? Sure.
1: Have you ever seen the uh, the the remake of A Star Is Born with uh, Lady Gaga?
2: I have. It is a beautiful movie.
1: Uh, I saw that in the theater when just I was just in see one last time. And I remember watching the movie towards the end and thinking to myself, as soon as Bradley Cooper kills himself in this movie, I just want to laugh out loud so hard in the theater, realizing. These women are going to attack me and lynch me if I do so.
2: (laughs) I, (laughs) yeah, I mean, (laughs) look, when I did it, um, I unfortunately didn't have anybody to blame, which is the most disappointing part, um, (laughs) is I had nobody to blame but myself. Um, So, hey, if you're going to do it, have someone lined up as your scapegoat. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, <laughs>
0: hey, this uh, this suicide sponsored by the Quality Time Podcast. Uh, we're sorry we
1: drove <laughs> you here <laughs> over
0: the years.
1: <laughs> it's something funnier than a Bradley Cooper suicide. So,
2: oh, man. <laughs> what you don't know, Jeremy, is as I was getting ready to do it, <laughs> I was like in the sh- the shallow, and I was like, oh, I need bigger rope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the only thing I've, I've tasted a barrel of a gun many times in a life but, I'm, but i always fight back i'm like i'm gonna show them i'm gonna fuck up my
0: life even more
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'll show
0: them you know
2: what jeremy i've never done that one i'm always two reasons one i'm always afraid i won't do it right and i'll live like i keep living every time mine are unsuccessful and then like i'll be brain damaged and trapped in this horrible body um so that's that's reason number one number two i have sucked too many penises that i'm triggered every time i put my mouth on a cold lifeless item that i'm like i don't like what's going to come out of this Mm -hmm. not for me
1: well, well, all right. thank god you've never sucked off
0: superman because he'd blow your head right fucking <laughs> up. god yeah when when superman comes it leaves exit wounds um this is <laughs> anyway
2: it's like, putting, like putting your thumb over a hose that's on
0: even even wonder woman got
1: shot like 50 feet from where she was so so
0: <laughs> I can tell you, but the, you know, my biggest turn on for a partner is when they say, if I ever leave, I'll kill myself. You know, that's not, that, there's nothing that really makes me want to really hunker down and live the day to day than having somebody so unstable that says, I'm going to fucking kill myself. But she, uh, he ends up punching her in the face and then she goes off on him and just, I don't fucking care. I'm not going to see you. And then he jumps off of this fucking building and then looks inward like told you i'd do it like, on the way. <laughs> like this and then i love how fucked up the scene is like where they find is she like because this happens throughout the movie is this arc of the mm-hmm. s- unveiling of what happens and why she's at this place why she went to go get away from everything uh and i like that he falls on like the spiked grate and it's like all the way through his hand and splits his hand in two kind of similar just like something we'll see in a bit um and right. then his fucking and, and, and they just take his ankle and fucking Joe Theismann it at the end there, and he's just like, "Yep, that's it, all right." Uh, Can I play the music they play while he's while he's falling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just at
1: the sit-away <laughs> part.
0: So. Welcome to Pure Moods Suicide Edition. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, Thirteen
0: it, tracks and, to end your life. And Enya <laughs> is the best to
1: listen to while you're killing yourself. Because you really want to die rather than listen to Enya. Oh, you.
0: I definitely <laughs> I go out to the song Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I'm just covered in fucking uh, Native American Steven Seagal-esque beads as I go down. Uh, It's just... (laughs) I never
2: told anybody that when I hit that deer and I sat there for a minute, (laughs) (laughs) the radio was on and it was Eiffel Tower. Or no, Eiffel, was it Eiffel 65? Uh, Eiffel 60, I'm blue. (laughs) I'm blue, blue. And I'm just sitting there and I'm looking at this dead deer and I was like accurate.
0: <laughs> I'm blue. If you leave me, I will die. If you leave me, I will die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> <laughs> we got a real dark episode and it only gets darker so uh the she ret- goes to this little retreat to get away from herself a nice uh little uh uh English mansion slash it's like a country cottage but it's really like a mansion um and what you'll see you get to meet uh joffrey or Jeffrey who's played by R- Rory Kinnear, and uh he also plays every other man you see in this Movie apart from her husband, uh, it's just. Although, do we know that he wasn't the husband? Because if he is in blackface in this, and I just didn't realize it, hats off to Rory Kinnear because that is some. He deserves an Oscar. If I didn't even believe that he was a white guy in blackface, um, amazing. There was there was, a, there was another choice
1: for this actor, and it was uh, Mike Myers.
0: Yeah, dude. Okay, so <laughs> so yeah, Jeffrey has like giant fake teeth, and it's just like the classic like oh hello there love it's good to see you here and he is the most he is an open miker with the highest level of autism groundskeeper you've ever seen. Ashley has 15 guys in her DMs that can fit this fella's profile. Um, it's just it's something else I, but I do love how supremely awkward he is in every scene. He's like and this is this room alright and we'll go on from here. <laughs> i I just i what
1: bothered me is every scene that he ends with
2: yeah baby (laughs) well so um again like my parts are not gonna be funny today but um i will tell you i do think it was well written this like opening sequence with him as we get to see their interactions and he gives her the tour um because one thing that stuck out to me um was when he asks her about her marital status because of like the miss oh, and the misses. misses, and i can't tell mm. and i can't tell you how real that is um i i don't do it anymore because as you boys remember when i got COVID, i started having like those issues where um that ring got got stuck on my hand that's mm-hmm. why i don't wear them anymore but i actually used to wear my aunt's wedding rings after she passed not only because i wanted to be close to her mm. but i wore them as protection because i used it as much as i could to keep people from bothering me because men, there is something, I know women identify with this so much. There is something really creepy when you're having a perfectly good time and a guy asks if you're single, which by the way, there's only wrong asking if someone's single. But what's creepy is that if you say you are, then you can't get him to go away. I know any woman that's listening is exactly what I'm talking about. So I used to wear wedding rings to Stop the conversation, so I could just be left alone. So I would lie wear- and say that I had a partner somewhere in the room, just to be left alone.
1: So you only wear these rings when Chris Lawrence is around. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, you know what sucks, Jeremy? Can't wear wedding rings on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> keep coming. So uh, yeah, I, that that was that was a rather
0: uh, awkward thing. Or and he was like, "Oh, okay then. All right." um, not going to ask any more questions here, and we will move along. and And Jeffrey, for the most part, seems just like an oddball, but like rather respectful gent. Uh, maybe a high on the autism level. Maybe owns a Pokemon card or two. But you know, who's here to judge? Maybe has. Maybe his best friends are the goats that he t- tends to every day. We're
1: not I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure Jeffrey's house is completely filled with everything train, and every room is filled with train sets that are actually <laughs> mountainous.
0: Yeah large yeah like he he goes to the edge of his property and there's a little makeshift train that he rides in every day like choo choo gotta put on my conductor's thing are you ready to go
2: thomas all right you know what he makes he makes the women call him thomas the crank engine
0: He probably He has a weird kink where there's just a track that has an ending and he puts his ass in there and he goes, Okay, come on in, Thomas! And come on into Tidmus sheds! (laughs) (sighs) They're two, Um, they're four, they're six, they're eight, inches in my ass, and I'm about to masturbate.
2: Only I can say this, but he definitely gives off vibes of the Bipolar Express.
0: i tell you
1: my favorite episode of uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, where he just gets walled up in a tunnel. And (laughs) (laughs) And then Thomas was trapped in a tunnel where he never escaped, and that's...
0: (laughs) Thomas's only friend was his gerbil, and for the rest of his life, he had to always hear about how Richard Gere might do a sequel to Pretty Woman.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Thomas, you ever hear the seven words that can't be said on television? <laughs> Tits, fuck, motherfucking...
0: And of course, the N-word. So. <laughs> there you go. I'm There's George a movie- Carlin!
2: There's a movie called Trains, Planes, and Automobiles, but it's all the ways you can hunt a woman. Down.
0: <laughs> so, uh... Uh, Jeffrey eventually, eventually leaves. She's enjoying the beautiful scenery. She's calling her friend Riley, who has a, a face of just an, a pure avatar creature with human flesh. I can't describe to you the chin on this lady, but it is fucking strong. I compare her to the best, the girlfriend
1: in uh, Superstar. So. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
0: dude she's got such a she has a stronger chin than uh than fucking uh Bruce Campbell but in the movie Escape from LA like where are you, so- you doing out
1: on your country retreats are you having plenty of steroids out there to get yourself bulked out come on
0: yeah. her fucking jawline looks like it can squat 400 pounds it's so but, big
1: by the way my you- jawline just ate a child <laughs>
2: <laughs> but not even her i haven't even touched like you said on our our lead there is something just so gender affirming about her outfit she looks like a corduroy beanbag chair
0: <laughs> yes i there's her outfit through this movie especially when she goes out and she was just like i'm gonna wear a baggy pet i want to look like the female doctor who um uh, wherever <laughs> i go in
2: england well, the only thing i will say about it like I, I make fun of it because i hate the outfit she's wearing the only thing i can potentially think also that makes sense for why she looks that way in this movie is the reminder and the idea that it doesn't matter what you look like or what you're wearing you can still yeah. be harassed and abused a
0: hundred percent you know when we see baggy clothes we're like bet you there's some tits under there um i know why we brought on to this movie.
1: The other thing that really disturbs me about this movie is that uh, she was so skinny and a black guy still liked her.
0: <laughs> Jerry. 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 We, we don't get the views of <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Okay, so... L- <laughs> I'm leaving in i'm leaving it in okay so, so god damn brother okay so um so hey, look dude, nick mullen i rule no, no you're not you are you are sick mullen I am as if you need help sick, mullen, fine so look uh she goes out on this nature walk, and uh, it's really cool. I like Jeremy. You mentioned the tunnel scene, um, and, and it's worth sh- mentioning. A twenty four is the one who produced this movie, which is uh, the the studio from Fox Fox that's uh, uh, it, it. It says it's independent, but it gives it multi million dollar budget. So like they give directors a chance to make an artsy fartsy film, and there's definitely lots of like, look how prettily the greenery is, and in slow walking and
2: yeah ashley um it's so funny eric because yes you're right there is like a type to the films that a24 makes Mm -hmm. um can we all agree that a24 is obsessed with with old ugly naked people
0: (laughs) yes they are they are (laughs) what? what did they do the greasy strangler I don't know. I don't know, but this this A24's ability, they're like we don't show nudity except for Dong. That's what that's what independent film means is showing male dick. Uh, no,
2: they they also show a ton of female nudity, but it's it's never any you want to see because if I'm not yeah. mistaken, they also did the recent movie X and they also obviously did um Midsummer, which let's not mm-hmm. forget the scene with all the old naked ladies yeah. watching Christian bone i every time i watch an a24 movie i can't get off for at least a week
0: i also love (laughs) that like a24 kind of sets this precedent where um and i remember watching it as some of the extra features of uh midsummer when we did the midsummer episode um Mm -hmm. the actor who uh ran around with his dick out he was just like he he did it and he was just like yeah i didn't want to be like Because women get naked in movies all the time. I didn't want to be the guy that was like, oh, I'm scared to show mine on camera when ladies are forced to do it all the time, which I love that there's this now this, like, uh, there's this thing where it's, they go, it's actually, you're not a real feminist unless you show your dick in a movie. Like, you're not... (laughs) You're no, not no. you're not supporting women unless you whip your cock out for everyone to see.
2: No, no, let me be let me be super honest. I do I like the equality idea truthfully of of guys having to show it more because I I love female nudity, but I do get tired of the idea that we're only ever seeing female nudity. I like male nudity because I feel like it's equal, equally vulnerable, which I want to see. Sometimes there's hot dick on screen, and so I'm like, yeah, but when I see a useless, sad dick on screen, mm-hmm. I feel like I could be the first female president because when I see y'all exposed with your wow. little ass dicks, I am thrilled.
0: The, I mean, listen, the most realistic. The most realistic penis ever shown is uh, Michelangelo's David. It's a very standard <laughs> cock, okay? It, it, are we mostly still even below that? A hundred percent across the board, okay? A hundred percent across the board. The only,
2: I've seen a my crew, Dick.
0: The, <laughs> only, the only male nudity I want to see is Terrence Howard. Oh, uh, well, Terrence Howard has the most comically small penis you've ever seen. Have you seen I Terrence Howard's seen
2: Dick? i haven't but i've heard that
0: um you can google it it's a gif it i remember reading the thing that the one comment about terrence howard's nude scene in this movie they were like it's so small i'm surprised he allowed it to be filmed (laughs) just it it is it is he's breaking stereotypes
2: and to that kudos here's the other thing about cinema and penis and then we'll move on there are obviously times when it's it's massive on the screen for a reason and i'm like yeah but i like that a lot of times in a movie it's it's about way more than just that so like it'll be small it'll be flaccid whatever i like that because as a woman who receives so many notes i know that that is not the first shot right he played with it a little bit he slapped it around he's holding it at the base near the ball so it looks bigger yeah that not
0: real this isn't 10 minutes in the fucking cold bath and then you hop out you you fluffed a little bit you put a micro machines car really close to it to make it seem like it was like yep it's that big you know what i mean um but the guy who she finds in this tunnel when you see his dog this is not a this is a dog you'd be proud even if you're a monster to show off it's a solid it's a whole half banana flaccid and it's a and it's a thick boy too it's a thick fucking gonzo nose he's walking around with it's grotesque looking to say the least but it's shaped like gonzo's nose it like protrudes out and just like
2: but that is proof but that is proof though that it doesn't matter how big or massive it is depending on who it's attached to
0: it you know true. what I mean? Yeah.
2: You're just like, you're not excited. You're running for your life. You're like, don't want that in me.
0: Nope, don't want that. Don't want the guy with the cut up face that looks strangely like the groundskeeper uh, following me around. <laughs> um, so she gets back and she's clearly freaked out. The guy shows up during a call that she's having a little FaceTime and I could hear Jeremy screaming during this because his dick is just like ah! like, I. she's just like, oh yeah, I'm walking around. It's beautiful. And it's like broad daylight out there and this guy cock is just out as he's eating apples and stuff like that it is worth noting that she eats an apple right away which is kind of like a thing of like uh oh you just ate from the evil tree of uh, knowledge guess what you're going to learn some stuff today uh,
2: yeah well, that's what he says to her at the beginning mm-hmm. of the film. Yeah. Because he makes that comment about forbidden fruit.
0: Yo, did you just eat an apple? Sorry. Guess what's going to happen now? You're going to learn about men. <laughs> <laughs> if we need
1: to take it back, um, maybe like a century. It's getting like a century now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was it was edited out because it was a little too strong for kids back in the day. But uh you know when uh, Judy Garland, you know, comes upon the the apple trees in the, the Wizard of Oz, she ends up eating one of the trees' balls. Oh, God knew it. Throwing the apples at her like, "You ate my balls! Hey, those are my
0: those are my children, you bitch!" <laughs> <laughs>
2: I won't lie, I am a ball woman.
0: <laughs> so. She ends up calling the police on this fella. They tase him and treat him like a regular black person and take him to jail. And they, they, (laughs) Ashley's face of like, I didn't approve of this joke. Listen. You have have outdone your racist jokes for this episode. It's not racist. That's what happened tokens left that's what happens in real life i'm not i'm not it's not even a joke it's a real thing um so then the uh they i like later on at the pub and this is where you realize every man is this guy rory kinnear because they dress him up like 10 different ways it's like multiplicity times 10 he's like a bro in one he's got a bald head over here he's also the cop and um I also like that she talks to the female cop and she was like, well, yeah, that sounds a little bit crazy. Um, like, she even she doesn't like back
2: up her claims totally. Well, but that feels like such um, a deep part of the movie, right? The idea, like, and it is true as women to some extent, that what they're saying is to, to women your abuser or a man that could do something bad to you could be literally any man that you meet at any point during the day, and they're all the same.
0: Yeah, so all that are quite literally the same in this movie, uh, except that one's a cop, and that one slangs beers, and that one's autistic. Uh, But
1: all of them... Can you cut back to uh, the the lovely scene in the tunnel where she gets chased? Yeah, yeah. Creepy man. Hence, the, the creepy man makes a scary noise. Yeah. But also after she goes away from the field with the naked guy and the naked guy follows her to her house then she decides well i'll just go i'll just go to church cuz that the way i'll find sanctuary and you know it'll be a nice happy church and i'll never see any crazy idolatry that doesn't deserve to be in the church with with a face of the green man and some crazy uh, carving of, like, a, a woman with a vagina showing in church.
0: Yeah, I like I liked the church scene because she walks into this church, right? And uh, she's like, oh, I just need to need to get back with myself. And they, they have a lot of imagery of, like, oh, look, here's Jesus and his disciples. And there's, like, seven men standing above this stone woman with the fucking ugliest pussy you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> below. And they were like, yeah, she's close to the ground where she belongs. She's not a stained glass at all and uh she just starts screaming which which <laughs> is and then i love that she then walks outside and she sees the little boy version of the men out there and she's like hey what's up bitch you want to play fucking hide and go seek and then she's like i really don't he's like what a fucking cunt and then the preacher comes over like hey there little scamper get away here and he you think oh good he's white knighting this situation and then she starts explaining it he's like well clearly I mean he takes a full Sean Connery approach he's like well you know sometimes they just hit women and it's uh, it's really a hearsay thing And she like completely fucking victim blames her at the at the, uh, at the church I mean it's fucking horrible uh but also, like, it's just a little shot uh, on top of all that. It was just like, oh, hey, this place that you thought was really safe and uh, then you can find the answers. Oh, no, they also think you're full of shit, too, um, because all men are, are fucking garbage.
1: They almost they almost made it obvious that when she has her primal scream in the pew, all of a sudden he just, like, materializes. Yeah, like, like, oh, look, the demon has arrived <laughs> <laughs> with his fucking long white hair. Yeah. Like, he's feminine and everything yeah. or the fact that as soon as he like drives her away she's like fuck you he's like time for me
0: to put on my chapstick yeah yeah he's just like uh uh-uh. hey <laughs> yeah it's a he, he puts on his chest Is like bitches be wild and i don't get it <laughs> like, the, like it, it's it is that moment um a- ashley is this is this what it is this what it's like being a woman all the time it's it's fucking it doesn't sound good
2: it's not <laughs> yeah it's not great I um I also identify with that I think a lot of mo- women would identify horribly with this movie even in the religious like connotations of this this church she's seeking shelter. I was very religious most of my life up until like five years ago give or take um but like perfect example we have issues in the particularly the Catholic Church with abuse of both boys and girls <laughs> um but also like back when I was dating. Uh, probably like, I don't know, seven years ago, I was talking to a guy that worked for, um, I think it was Campus Crusade for Christ, which is also in line with like... Um, Spelled with all K's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Eric did. Um, so, but they that was like, I think Billy Graham had started that and uh, Youth for Christ, mm. which I'm not going to shit on the organization as a whole not their fault that this guy was there but there was a guy who worked for them that was in my area that I was starting to talk to everything seemed fine and then one day he told me that I had dick sucking lips <laughs> and we hadn't even gone out on a first date yet and I was like mm-hmm. you know what I think I'm good um good. <laughs> so so like there's a lot of like horrible stuff that you you don't think You'll be in situations where you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna have a super nice day today," and it's amazing how men can ruin that. Yeah, we're we're not
0: we're not great at things um, in general. Um, and I worry for the life of my daughters every single day. I'm going to teach them Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu so that they know how to choke people out uh, when they're very close. I think that's that's my method because otherwise it's just me coming with a box cutter on the back end and the trauma's already happened. Uh, but not to that fella. Uh, <laughs> and You're living like
1: dad. You're hiding in bushes out in front of your house.
0: Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, so as the movie goes along, uh, of course, the police police say oh yeah the naked guy well man really couldn't hold him for that long he's just batshit crazy also he puts leaves into his forehead because he's also a tree monster but it starts to build to this climax of the movie there's lots of spooky stuff that happens right we're like men are showing up outside there's flashing lights it's really it's it's an intense part of the movie but um eventually You see Jeffrey come back and then he disappears and then he's the guy from the pub and he's running at her when the things come out. It's lots of scariness. And then finally, uh, God, probably the first money shot of this fucking third act happens where the arm is sticking through the mail slot like this and then she takes a knife and fucking stabs him like in the middle of the arm and then so it's like teed through it like this And this motherfucker goes and pulls his hand through the mail slot as the fucking uh, knife just completely slices his arm in half like that. And I have never seen such a fucking uh, visually disturbing thing of just like, there's two things I saw. One, it's a hard watch to watch somebody do that, but it also just kind of, there is something about, uh, uh, being a man of like, oh yeah, you did that. Well, I'll show you. I'll show you now what I'll do. I'll do this to myself because of this. And like this, it, like it, to me, it showed like such an act of stubbornness. You're like, oh, you thought that was gonna stop me? No, I'll just fucking cut my whole goddamn arm in two like that. And I, it was just such a fucking. Especially when it gets to the wrist and he's like fucking, it's like jerking it through. Oh, God, I, I really. It's probably my favorite shot of the movie, hands down. Uh, because as we get to the end here, I told this to, um, I told this to uh, uh, some of the people in die laughing yesterday, and I said, if you, if I gave you a hundred guesses every day for the next fifty years about what the ending of this movie is, you wouldn't get it. You would not guess what is going to happen at the end of this movie. Multiple times. Now and, and and I watched it with my sweet wife, but we'll we'll save there. Jeremy, your thoughts on the on the knife through the hand in the mail slot.
1: Uh I haven't been this happy since I've seen um uh Benny with his freaky hand in uh total recall.
0: It is a very Benny-esque hand. He's got nine kids to feed. What happened to the tens one? Uh, man, I don't no, even have no any speak. kids. <laughs> Well, freak,
1: and it's okay because he just washes his hands, and it's still perfectly workable, and doesn't
0: bleed everywhere. So. Ashley, your your thoughts on the hand cutting?
2: Uh, it was great. More men should get their hands cut.
0: <laughs> you know, if
1: if you if you don't slice your tongue in half to look like a freaky snake monster person, then just cut your hand in half. So. Agreed.
0: Agreed. Um, By the way,
1: I've met at least two of these people that cut their tongues open. And they look like normal people and see, until you see their tongue. And you're like, oh, fuck me. Oh. You're
0: just, ah. Ah.
1: So, uh, Why don't you get the rest of the, the snake tattoo on your face and the fucking implants that make you look uh, like Gosh. And uh, then you work at Build-A-Bear.
0: She <laughs> She then goes into the kitchen and finds the little boy, and the little boy has his whole full hand severed now. So, like, his hand is fully, like, cut down the middle, which is, like... Kinda I, I I at least thought I was like, oh, it's like uh hey, men all have this general fucked up trait. If it's it they all if it happens to this, it's just passed down to everybody and it's never ever gonna get better. It'll just be this fucking mangled gnarl. Um and she ends up getting chased by another guy up to the upstairs where the priest is there. Of course the priest has the fucked up hand, and of course he's the molesty one. He goes for full on <laughs> molest uh and i forget how she gets out of it exactly but she eventually goes outside and then you see the naked guy return. the naked guy who's now half tree he's like the primal i guess primal dude at this point and how to describe what's happening i'd like to describe how it happened to me watching this scene i'm watching <laughs> with my sweet uh sweet wife Eric woodworth and this was her take on what happens for the next i'd say solid 10 minutes of the movie um it's like seven minutes of what happens for this little climax here um it's my wife going why is she standing here and watching this still why isn't she moving? Why isn't she? Li- <laughs> Why is? It- Why are feet now coming out? <laughs> Why is it? Why is it choosing different holes? I don't <laughs> understand. I d- but what happens is the I guess the tree guy comes out. He is now pregnant. The pregnancy then comes out. Is it through his asshole or dick hole? Because I wasn't sure looking at it. It's dick it hole. Dick hole. And a whole other ass human gets born out of it. Another man with a fucked up arm. And then you're like, man, that was scary. Are we done yet? Actually, no, because that one is now instantly pregnant again and body horroring the next fucking monstrosity as if it was a Russian doll of horrors. Just one after another after another until... And it keeps picking different holes until one time it comes out of, like, the mouth of, like, feet first. And you're like, finally, the rebirth we need. Nope. Guess what? Still fucked up. It's generation after generation of real shitty men. One after another, after another, after another. And she just watches it all. But eventually she sits there with, like, an axe in her hand and then... It flashes back
2: to her husband, who well, that's the last birth. Yeah, is the feet first is her husband.
0: Yeah, the feet first is her husband, and then she's sitting there with an axe, basically ready to dismember him. Finally, and just be like, "Yep, and we'll end this right here," and that if it essentially brings us to an end of men, twenty twenty
1: two. I had my own version of this movie. Oh, okay. (laughs) when when she comes back to the house after being attacked by him and everything he he has become the green man again the naked green man which Uh is like an ancient demon which was in the church uh carving and everything that's when the musical starts of the leaves
0: when i think it might be nicer in red or yellow or Gold or. Oh, it's Patrick Mahomes. Much more colorful, like that. It's not easy being green.
1: Especially when you give birth like every other minute or something. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: they didn't get Jim Henson for this, obviously. Well, that was beautiful, Jeremy. Thank you. Um, uh, Ashley. Put together, what, what did the ending to this movie mean to you?
2: It reminded me of why I'm not dating anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm super, super confident in my decisions. The movie uh, that
1: makes lesbians.
2: Yeah, I definitely don't need them um i i mean it's a fascinating movie i i would say go into it with an open mind i guess um it's definitely a little bit bizarre and like i would say for women just yeah you're not probably gonna have a great time watching it (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's definitely an interesting film for sure
0: uh jeremy your final thoughts on men uh, it's
1: it, it, I, I liked how the ambiguity of it and it didn't really explain anything like why uh, she wanted to divorce him. Obviously, he was either insane or just maybe unemployed too long. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the, 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 You've the, lived uh,
0: in this rat-infested den of sin for this long.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I, I thought, uh, spoiler, the great ending, how a, a green man can turn into a white man and then to a black man so
0: (laughs) oh yeah it's really if i could rename it i'd call it pokemon uh 2022 um this is it's the evolution of everything um no i think men is a fucking real fun trippy movie um not it, it it didn't blow me away but definitely worth a watch it's not one i would like like you gotta see it but If you watch it once, it's definitely worth a one-time watch for anybody out there. And uh, I do just enjoy that. uh, I do enjoy the writer of this. I must must confess, I've
1: I've been kind of conservative. But until this movie, any man can have multiple
0: vaginas and multiple births. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pretty normal. The uh, Alex Garland, uh, I I do like his his writing. Uh, I don't know. And, and his directing—he directed this one. It's it's really pretty. Although I I feel like some of the pacing in Act One could have moved along a little bit faster for me. Um, but overall it's a real bizarre movie it's a fun watch definitely worth it and uh hats off to rory kinnear because playing every man in this movie he does a really good job um so much that i, I had to like i had to like is that really him again so and the makeup and special effects are really good like for all of his shit except I, for the weird i haven't been this, i haven't been this happy about male nudity since porky's 2 hell yeah brother hell yeah oh man and then uh, that's it so uh, yeah check it out Um, Ashley sweet um, beloved where can people find you at what you got coming up
2: Oh, um, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs or Slash and Gash DMV on Instagram. Uh, you can catch me in the Metaverse on Friday the 21st. I will be performing, and then I will be featuring in York, PA, November 4th.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. November 4th. Check out old AP, all that. Get some Slash and Gash gear. Get a final girl shirt. That's where you want to be at. Uh, All Things Eric Comedy at the newly updated ericcomedy.com. Eric with a K, comedy with a C. Um, Come check me out. I got some shit popping off and uh, some fun shows. Jeremy, take us out of here.
1: Everybody listen to Green Day.